Welcome to Shemika Conmigo with me, your hostess, La Zambiana. Thanks for stopping by and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, this is Ingo Tu. Welcome to Lela Podcast. This is Shemika Conmigo. I have a special guest this week. I continue my conversation with Mahati, a visual artist based out of Lusaka. You will find part one of my interview with him in the description box as well as links to previous interviews. Lela Podcast is available on your favorite podcast streaming service as well as on YouTube. Make sure you follow Lela Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm always, always very happy to hear from the listeners and the viewers of my podcast. Sit back and enjoy this episode. Thank you. Who've done animations mm. recently, like they've, especially during the pandemic, because they had to use yeah, people, and like visualizers. Like, yeah. They couldn't go around to film actual videos. Yeah. So when when yeah. I saw this, I was like, the song is great, the collab is great, but the visualizer, mm. I was like, oh my god, it just hurts my yeah. eyes. But anyways, I just want to say, mm. like, that's another form of of interpretation, yeah. and the artist put it out. Obviously, yeah. his fans mm. were very happy. I'm sure I'm just the only one. I'm the odd potato in the in the yeah. sack of potatoes that you know that has <laughs> an, an, a different opinion. But this is very true yeah. about art, about everything that is created and put out. There's always varying opinions, and I really, really appreciate that you've given us that perspective. Because yes, we say photographer, but I think it's good for you mm. to also say as a visual artist. I love, I love that yeah. you see this as mm. a visual artist. Yeah. My work, okay. So because yeah. I want to stop I think people get it a bit confusing. Yes. Yeah. They tend to forget to say as a photographer, you're an artist as well. You are you you are just giving people art that you think is perfect in your eyes and you you're leaving it to them to interpret it for themselves. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better because yeah. that's also that's also another thing, because I'll be like, Yeah, I spoke with a photographer. No, a visual yeah. artist. And um artist. even yeah. You know, like your work and Colos is is very mm. distinct, is very different. She's doing mm. portraits now, Portrait, and yeah. oh my god, it's yeah. just so beautiful. Looking like, lighting, it, such amazing, yeah. Exactly, but then your work, yeah. like I said, I spoke of the show Majosi portrait. Mm. Like she's in she's in movement, she's in motion, she's living mm. the music that she's singing, and you capture that. Mm. You know, I can't yeah. imagine what song she was singing. You would remember, you would know, maybe you wouldn't. <laughs> but like you, you look at it and you're like, wow, it's it's also very beautiful. But anyway, yeah. I, I, and focus on the question, okay? <laughs> how many, um, oh, sorry, already. Mm. Okay, how many sessions do you do uh, per month, for example? Per month. Oh, yeah. uh, so that's, uh, that's relative. Okay. So it, it depends if it's uh, if it's peak season or if it's not peak season. Okay. So yeah, if it's peak season, we've got events coming in, uh, like every every weekend. I think mm-hmm. it should be should be quite a substantial number of events that I do every every month if it's peak season. Okay. So yeah. when when yeah. when is that? When is like peak season? Definitely not during the rainy season because nobody's going to go to an event if it's raining. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> you, you say you tell, yeah. me, tell me when when is yeah. your peak season, for example? When are you busiest? Yeah, uh, usually back then it used to be between um, ep, uh, April May. Okay. April May are the peak seasons. Yeah. And now March is coming to play as well, and also mm-hmm. there's August, September, October. Yeah. And November. 
That's our summer. Yeah, that's the time. Yeah. yeah. So, so of... that time. Yeah. So okay. that time is quite busy. And December as well. December is, is good as well. Ah, yeah. End of the year. Yeah. And... End of the year, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, okay. So walk us through a standard mm. shoot for an event. How do you prep? Do you go alone? Do you have an assistant? What gear are you taking? Okay. You know, just quickly. Okay, so my standard uh, event day, the way it starts, right? Mm -hmm. mm, let's say I've already, I've already had a briefing with the, with the, with the organizers. They've told me what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. They've, they've showed me their mood board and they've told me exactly what they want to get out of the, out of the event when they're done. Yeah. So what what I'll do is I'll, I'll I'll make my storyboard as well for the key points. Yeah. What I'm going to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe they say, okay, you know what? We want to get pictures of people having fun. We want our products to show when the people are having fun. And maybe they say, okay, for this event we're focusing on people's hair, the color of the hair. Maybe we want to focus on the on the people's outfits. Ah. So now, yeah. So now ask them, okay. What is the distinct color which is going to be there for the for the for the outfits that I should look out for? Yeah. So when they tell me all those things, then I'll I'll write them down, and after I write them down, I'll try to visualize what kind of images that I'll I'll try to get out of them without it making without it looking so scripted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I can make it as natural as possible for them. Okay. And uh, without forgetting. The sponsors in the what in the images as well, if there are any sponsors at all. Okay. So now, yeah. So once you figure out that, then then you can get into in, into setting up your your cameras. Mm -hmm. Get your get your batteries charged. Get your cameras charged. Wow. Also, it's my ritual before going for any shoot. I yeah. think it it calms me down. I try to clean my my camera. Ah. I clean it and it's yeah. I clean it as much as I can, and then I get into that. Into that photography zone. Okay. Then I'll know that. Yeah. So afterwards, when we're done, when when I'm shooting, mm -hmm. I'll try and make sure that I I take out all the all the all the all the things that I put on my storyboard that they that they require me to do. Yes. Yeah, I try by all means to get them out of there as much as possible, so yeah. that I can have enough time now to be as creative as I can. Okay. Yeah with uh, the, the different shots maybe i'm trying to, to experiment with something else yeah so that i can incorporate it to the other images as well when when i'm doing post-production okay yeah i love i love this response that's another one where like yeah. i know <laughs> you know like young people are going to be like oh mm. i don't know i'm finishing mm. university soon or i'm in university mm. i would like to do something and you yeah. know I, I would like for them to come and listen to this and listen and listen to just the to the breakdown you've given, you know, because um, yeah. personally, I mean, I, I I I have a sense because I interviewed Colo and she's she's doing photography yeah. for work, you know, like you mm. have to listen to the client brief, bloody blah. blah. Yeah. I had no idea about this, but but I, I love yeah. all the yeah. Yeah. professional aspects that you've put on it. Okay, mm. thank you very yeah. much. So, who would be your ideal client what would make working with them 100 percent satisfactory apart from of course mm. the money um <laughs> so who yeah. 
somebody who understands what they're looking for. Okay. Yeah, somebody, somebody who just says, okay, for, for us, we are looking for someone to give us these kind of images. They give you a very distinctive brief where they, they also give you their, 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 their guidelines. Yeah. Let's say every, every company has got the way they, they do their things. Yeah. Yeah, you get it. So maybe, for example, maybe, maybe um, I'm, I'm shooting, maybe let's say, for example, maybe it's for a toothbrush company, right? Mm-hmm. So for them, they're going to tell me, okay, you know what? We don't take our pictures if our, if our toothbrush is only being shown halfway. If we can't see the branding, those little subtle kind of details okay. and, the, and the color palettes that they use, it's, it's the devil in the detail that really makes the job easy. Okay. Um, they tell, okay, you know what? Uh, for our products, we don't want our products to be clustered with so many things. Mm. We want our products to be facing this, this direction. Yeah. This much of lighting. Yeah. Those little kind of details are the things that make your job quite easy when you're working. Even for events as well, when they tell you exactly what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. We don't want clutter in the images. We want people to, to be having a good time. Don't be in people's faces. Don't make it look like it's too scripted. <laughs> make it make it look like people are having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We are looking for these little things in there. So that's what makes the job is apart from getting paid afterwards. Okay, yeah. of course, but of course, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. I, l- I love that yeah. you, I love that you gave um, this detail because I mean, people might be wondering, mm. but you will go to Hattie's uh, Instagram, mm. go to his in- Instagram because then you have like yeah. a breakdown of the kind of mm. images that he, he uh, photography that he does. But then, um, you know, then you will see like what what he means, what he's reflecting. I'm sure with the different clients he's been working with, that that was the case. Mm-hmm. They sat down, they talked. So thank you for that breakdown. Okay, what um, I think you've already given a few of these, but maybe you could just mm-hmm. give us a new one. What is your best business tip for photographers just starting out their career or business as a photographer? Okay. So if you're starting, first let's talk on the on the career side. Yeah. If you're studying it as a career, take as many pictures as you can. Don't say I have to get this fancy over the top camera. Just start with your just start with with your phone. Take as many pictures as you can and learn as much as you can. YouTube is there. Yeah. YouTube is where we learned everything. YouTube is where the whole skill came from. Yeah. And just don't be shy to ask as well. Yeah. Ask the people. Yeah. Don't don't be shy to to network with the people. Yeah. Go to the events. Talk to the people. Be in their face. <laughs> yeah. Be in their face. Talk to them. Yeah. Be eager to learn a, a new skill from them. Okay. Yeah. Great. And from the business side. Yeah. From from the business side of it, when you decide that you're going to take your your craft professionally. Yeah. If you're either a freelancer, if if you're a freelancer, that is. Yeah. Make sure that you've registered your company. Ah. That's very important. Yeah. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. Make sure that you've got the right documentation for you to support it as, as a, a company, business. Which is, yeah, as a business, which is quite easy to do here. Yeah. It's, yeah. It can be done online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it can be I done love... online. Yeah. It can be done I... online. It's easy. <laughs> I, love, I love that you said that yeah. because, um, first of all, about the learning, the approaching people, not being afraid to ask. Yeah start with you know like 
you don't have to buy fancy equipment just to take as many photos no. learn as much i mean that's that's so valuable you know for creatives in general those of us who make like video mm -hmm. content also mm -hmm. i always say to people they ask me so what would you tell someone who's starting out uh, on youtube just start with your phone i mean yes, I've, been, yes, just I've been doing youtube for a while now i'm not the biggest youtuber yeah. but i still <laughs> use my phone i use Soon my enough, phone yeah. because it works it just it puts out the yeah, image that i want it. yes i'm learning yeah. other things i edit i do i do the sound mm -hmm. i do all these other things mm -hmm. because yeah. i was chatting with my brother and he was like oh the amount of things that you do you know you can't yeah. um fit all of those on your on your banner you know because you're the editor mm -hmm. you're the <laughs> that. same with you you're yeah, accountant your equipment yeah. cleaning guy, your the yeah. client booking, marketing, yeah. you know. Everything, your marketing, everything, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. thank you for that breakdown. So I'm going to ask you, I have I, I have a few more minutes to to get this done. Yeah. Okay. Um in your free time, what kind of uh yeah. photography do you like to shoot? And which ones yeah. do you avoid? Um I don't think I avoid anything in my free time. I try to experiment as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. I try to learn. Sorry. I try to learn as much as I can in my yeah. free time. Yeah. But usually in my free time, most of the times when I'm shooting, it's it's usually portraits. Ah, okay. I enjoy shooting portraits, yeah. I enjoy shooting okay. portraits and uh and landscape as well. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah, landscape as well, yeah. Mm. Zambia is so beautiful. Yeah. Show off, show off that landscape, but then also the beautiful <laughs> people of Zambia, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for that. Um, again, people mm. go to Hati's Instagram. You will see, you will see why I chose him to be a guest mm. of my podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, so just to wind up, okay, where I've mentioned a few times and I've said to people, find the links in the description box, but I think it's better mm. if it comes from you, where can my okay. listeners and viewers find you on social media and so they could check out your work, ETC? Okay. Ah, okay. Uh, on, on Twitter, the handle is at hati underscore 24. Mm -hmm. That's H A R T I underscore 24. Same handle on Instagram as well. Okay. And my Facebook isn't uh isn't active. Okay. But, you, but also you can check out my portfolio as well at uh Hattie Photography. Yes. Dot my pixie set dot com. Okay. Yeah. I will have the yeah. links in the description box. Um yeah. that's for everyone that's that's been watching and listening. Um, that was my interview with Hati. Um, just make sure you check the description box, watch this till the end, yeah. and subscribe, download the podcast episode, and we will catch you in the Thanks, next Wulela podcast episode. Thanks to everyone who's tuned into the podcast, and make sure you follow me on all the, on, the, on all the socials and you follow the podcast on the socials as well. Thanks. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> And that was my interview with Bahati, and I hope you enjoyed both part one and part two. Remember, you will find links in the description box for part one, as well as links for previous episodes, both available on the podcast, your favorite podcast service, whichever it may be, as well as on my YouTube channel. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode. 
quick reminder there are lots of reaction videos on my youtube channel please go through and um have a listen or have a watch and let me know which one's your favorite if you have any suggestions for artists i could react to or do album reviews to please don't be shy let me know via instagram twitter or facebook on the Vulela podcast pages thanks again and i will catch you in the next episode of Vulela podcast 1000 awesome zambians by la zambiana tell your story own your story